0: so the book we're covering today is called the road many of you might know it it's by Cormac McCarthy and it's a post-apocalyptic novel it was originally written in 2006 and it's about the long road ahead of the uh, father and his son they call it the man and the boy in the book that's how they refer to them and it's just Showing their experiences throughout their throughout their journey and how they're just trying to survive this crazy environment that they're in. Welcome back to the Longest Road Podcast. Here you are. You have your host. You're used to me. You know me. It's Ethan Wiederhorn, And I have two special guests today. First, Matt, you want to introduce yourself? Hello,
1: my name is Matthew.
0: And then we got Emma.
2: Hi, everyone. My name is Emma.
0: Now, before we get started, Matt, you want to introduce... The, the greatest pistol you can buy anywhere.
1: Okay, so the flare pistol is a multi-purpose tool that is very helpful in surviving the road's post-apocalyptic world. You can use it to alert fellow allies from long distances by shooting a flare into the air, or it is also a great weapon to fend off enemies with. If you shoot a hot flare, it can easily scare them or make them back off due to fire. The mobile, mobile lightweight design makes it easy to carry through the road's perilous journey.
0: Wow, it sounds like a great tool. Um, got a good price. I heard there's a good price in that. You got any coupons for us today, Matt?
1: No coupons, but it's definitely priced well.
0: Yes, if you use the promo code, the longest road, you get 20% off your flare pistol. So um, today we're going to talk about many things. Um, So here in The Longest Road, as you know, we talk about the relationship between the son and the father, the boy and the son, how complex it gets. We talk about what does the road mean? What does the title mean? What does the road symbolize? We cover all that. But today we're really going to focus on that relationship between the son and the father, or as they say, the man and the boy in the book. So uh, Emily, you want to take it away?
2: Yeah, and we're also just going to touch a little bit on the father and son's relationship with God. It is, it is something that is pretty complex throughout the book. Yeah, it is important. So oh. I just want to start off by talking about, I think, my um, ideal picture of the most touching or heartbreaking aspect of the book is probably that relationship between the father and the son, because the son is very young. We're not given an exact age, but it is pretty much so implied that he is young just through their Um, conversations. And I just want to read a little bit of an excerpt from a conversation they had that I think is pretty pertinent. So he was a long time going to sleep. After a while, he turned and looked at the man, his face in the small light streaked with black in the rain, like some old worn thespian. Can I ask you something? Of course. Are we going to die? Sometimes. Not now. And we're still going south. Yes. So we'll be warm? Yes. Okay. Okay what? Nothing. Just okay. Go to sleep. Okay. And then later in the darkness, can I ask you something? Yes, of course you can. What would you do if I died? If you died, I'd want to die too. So you could be with me?
0: yes so i could be with you no, okay I, i'm sorry i gotta I got jump in right away i just have so much reaction oh
2: no you're fine just give me some of your input on what you think about that because i think it's a pretty pertinent piece of dialogue that they have here in the beginning of the novel i mean
0: like first off you can't tell me you're talking about death with your parent I and mean, you're just casual you're saying be like yeah like i'll die you die we all die like like it's not something there's not emotion behind it there's not i don't believe it relate it is hard to realize like like if you take the mother and father like i'm sorry my apologies. Father and son, son aspect away of it. Do you really think that's a father and a son? Or do you think it's two acquaintances? Because it's dry. It's dry to me. It, it really is dry. I don't know if Matt, you have any input. On I that also do
1: that. think it's a, a bit forced because there is not that much love in these conversations be, because of um, the tough conditions, which might lead to other ideas such as why he hates the good things that they experience and why he always wants negative things.
2: yeah Yeah, i have to agree it's definitely a a really forced conversation there's just there is i agree a really big lack of love but i do think it comes with some kind of backing in that sense that the father's main task is to keep them both alive so maybe that's why he's kind of very short to his son in their conversation maybe that justifies a close yet very distant relationship because his job is to keep his son alive not so much to love him but i think they kind of also fall hand in hand
0: yeah no i definitely agree like Especially with um let's let's crack that to my dad, right like if I was in a tough situation, I know that deep down at the end of the day, once hindsight twenty twenty he'll be like, yeah, like I love you, I cared for you. I was doing this because I wanted to help you. It may have been not externally shown, but he's being so dry because he's so focused on just like all his family being okay, in this case, his son being okay i hope I don't know if you guys agree with mm-hmm. that like
1: i I totally agree yeah. because he probably feels that the more love he gives towards the boy, it will not only weaken his ability to complete his task of carrying the fire, but it also kind of makes the boy a bit softer and not being able to survive once he is gone.
0: Yeah, like, you know, as you said earlier in the book, page 43, he was appointed by God. Like, I think that explains their distant relationship. and The fact that there's really no love in their relationship. Rather, it's almost like a fight for survival. But as we said as we keep saying as emma was saying as matt was saying our special guests of the day beautiful guests they were saying that like the fight for survival is why it gets so cold-hearted like if you're in a war you're fighting for your brother you're not showing affection but you're fighting for each other one way or another and i think that's a similar situation here
2: i have to agree with that that's that's definitely an interesting way of putting it they kind of need to be aware of what's actually happening not push it aside because I guess ignoring that fact may actually hurt them in the end. But I think one more important thing to notice about their um, relationship is some underlying ideas that can easily be tossed away and ignored by the reader. Um, The boy is really the only man's will to live in life and in many ways is everything to the man. He's kind and, and the boy is very different from the man in a sense that he is very kind and caring towards others, which the man is not, which you can see throughout the book. He's very distant. He's very scared to kind of put his son in harm's way. So, for example, I remember one part in the book was when they find the man that stole their belongings and the son is more concerned about if the man will die or not and if he's hungry in comparison to the man's reaction of just leaving the man to die. I think this really shows something about the boy that despite him being raised by a father that is very cautious and pessimistic. The sun kind of is that light at that dark end of the tunnel. And it really just two different contrasting views coming from kind of the same household because they're together all the time. So you wouldn't think that would really happen. I think it's pretty interesting.
1: So back on topic. So another important part is to acknowledge that whenever the boy going back to the father son relationship and how the boy is more caring towards others. When they find food in the cave, the boy tends to make sure that no one is alive and will need this food where the father just wants to take it.
0: I do agree with that. I actually do like that alternative perspective you are adding there because it's even more remarkable because like, thanks to whoever left the food for them. Like how could you be thankful in a world in which there is nothing? You know what I mean? So it's an important question to consider when analyzing the boy. It, It, how I say it's in the best way, like leads him to depicting by the reader as this light in the darkness. We'll touch upon it later in the episode, but it's really important to notice, like how we get to analyze this boy's actions. There's nothing right, and the fact that he is thankful it shows, like, have we, I don't think I don't know. If, should we touch on hope a little bit? Like there is hope. He has more hope than his father. I don't know if you can agree with that or not. Like he doesn't think they're gonna die, or his, or at least all his father talks about is dying. And sometimes his son is looking ahead treating others better. I don't know if you guys agree with that perspective or not. That there's a little bit of hope. No, I
2: I definitely I definitely agree with what you're saying. And I think we talked about that a little bit before, how the son is very caring. And I think it's definitely something that you can see Mm -hmm. throughout the book about how the son is so even even when they
1: were walking past, they saw a very old man that looked like he was about to die. The father just wanted to leave him behind while the kid Instead of just leaving with his father, he decided to give him some of the food that they had left over, even if the old man was probably going to die.
0: Isn't it touching? Man? Very touching. Oh, I know. Very touching. So uh, so I think now it's a great way to stop and segue into the next topic with God and faith, because I think some of this hope can be related to faith and interconnected. I don't know if I can. Could... Yeah. So segue into it. Um, someone want to start off with like a leading question or
2: something? Matt, if you want to take that one with you. Okay. You You don't got any Okay,
1: I'll I'll give a question. So the father often questions God in a way. So do you think he is slowly losing the fire throughout? Or is he just doing the very typical human nature of doubting himself?
2: Both. That's a really good question. Uh, And I have an answer for both of those answers would be correct. Well, yes. He is losing faith at the same time. I think this is inherently human. As when they do meet the other gentleman on the road with them, he says he doesn't even believe in God anymore because if God was real, why would he let everything happen that did happen? And I think this kind of is very human in nature because I think even if you believe in God or not, I think to some extent we believe in this existential being to give us some comfort in times of need. So I think, yes. He, he's clinging to this idea of god but he's also rejecting it because he feels that it may not even be there he's just using it as a clutch to keep him going so maybe in that sense he believes but at the same mm-hmm. time he does not
0: i see i think it adds another perspective to their lives right because they're not surrounded by normalcy right or at least normalcy in our eyes as humans on a normal earth you know does that make? i don't know if you're following so far looking at people brings a normalcy right and and almost that normalcy brings us back to is faith real right like is it crazy to think that this external power has influence on our life and i think being able to provide like literally seeing humans i think really helped shift that perspective a little bit for them i don't know if you guys can agree disagree with that statement or not but i thought it was just an interesting input
2: you know, I agree because it's it's definitely something that's questioned in the book. And I know I read, actually, no, I viewed a little podcast earlier in the day that talked about the idea of free will. We have the free will to choose to love God or the free will to dwell with him in heaven. But just that just means we can choose to believe or we can choose to not believe. And I guess in a sense, in this book, it is this idea of choosing to believe or to not believe. You can look at this loss of faith and lack of faith and the hardships as tests by God, but that's really only something that they may um, abide by if they truly do believe in God. If not, this is all just trivial matters and that this is just happening because it's meant to happen. So, I mean, in a sense, they may believe in God, in a sense, they may not, but it's really up to how the reader perceives their relationship. But in my opinion, I think I think the man does believe in God, just it's a little dwindling because he does question God a lot. But why would he question God if he didn't believe in God? So in why that not? sense, I, I do think <laughs> he believes there is that existential being because he's constantly questioning. Emma, let me tell you,
0: we might have to make you regular on here. That was just honestly a beautiful perception. I think you can't say you don't believe in God and start questioning God. I, I, that was actually... Hey, I, I do
1: think though when oh, a lot of these uh very religious people end up becoming atheists atheistic, oh, athe- atheistic.
0: they right, often uh, atheist.
1: do question god when they're transitioning to the point where they start doubting it and then they end up believing that it's not even real so right it's almost the same process yeah. i believe where the man could be could still believe in God and is just doubting it as a way to cope, but it also could mean he's almost completely given up faith.
0: The hardships, some people will see it differently, right? Some people will say, oh, it's a test by God. Can you make it? I want to make you stronger. Some people are like, oh, there is no God, because why would God make me go through this? And I think that – I don't think there was a direct – I could be wrong guys, but there's not like a direct mention about like their interfaith relate. Like it's very much inferred by each reader. You guys, right. There's not like a direct.
2: No. Yeah. It's definitely not a direct mention.
0: Like, yeah, there's not definitely, it's not a direct mention. I think that I thought it was a really good play by, uh, by the author that like their, the, their relationship with God, everyone's relationship with God is different. Right. And our relationship and the reader, each individual re- unique reader's relationship with the characters is different. And how we can all perceive their relationship with God is different. I think that's what makes faith so complex is because everyone can perceive it differently. And and one can't really, the author can't really like give out their relationship because I don't think the author knows when, when, uh, when they're I, writing this. I
1: also do think the author if they're, if they're nice. pinpointed his faith almost into his son as he consistently, the father consistently calls the son a God, which I think the author made that choice is because in some way his son is one of the last hopes of restoring humanity as being a child and him carrying the fire and the hope to basically restore humanity through him is his faith that's keeping him alive. And sort of way, his God.
2: See, that that was something I was going to point out, Matt. He refers to his son as God, and I think when he's talking to the gentleman that says he the God's not real, how could God let this happen? He goes, well, what if my son is God? And I think it's not the idea that, dude. Say maybe one way to look at this whole book is the father's perception right. of
0: God. I have said this, I don't know, but when the father says the son is a God, he doesn't mean it literally, and I think that's important to like to point out, like his son. Rather has that faith in the power that the, of God within him. He's not actually affirming this. Well, I, God. I
2: kind of interpreted it as the I, idea the... that his son, not in a religious perspective, maybe he may not believe in God or his idea of God is skewed, right. but he thinks his son is a God in a sense that he is everything that is good and light and a power in like a time that is so dark and desolate. His son is this like picture of caring, right. of happiness. While he and everyone else kind of just does not have that anymore. So in a sense, he thinks his son is God because his son is everything that is good, which is kind of what this idea of God is when because when the old man was talking about it, that they met on the road, he said, how could God be real if everything has happened like this? If everything is dead and desolate, how could God be real? And he kind of the man rebuttals this by saying, my son is God because he is caring and good and happy. He is everything that is the opposite of what's going on. So in a sense, this may not even be a religious thing. This just may be an idea that his son is just good. So the only way to express that is saying that he is God. So I I think that's something that's very interesting to look at as well, because it may not even be from a theological sense. Mm -hmm. It may just be from, I want to rebuttal what you're saying. And you're talking about faith. And I think my son is the opposite, therefore he must be god
0: right and let me add something in there real quick'm on, on top of your note, which' is a great note and I actually do agree with every most of what you're saying um let's talk with, let's talk about the fire right and so like he's carrying the like when we're talking about like his traits and how like faith is interlocked with him like his son is quote unquote carrying the fire right and he has the hope to live within him, and maybe it's God that's giving him this fire, maybe it's his view of the world giving this fire. It's maybe and at the end of the day, he could believe in God, he could not, but it's his faith, right? His faith doesn't have to be connected to a God.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? His faith is this fire inside of him. And I think it figuratively means though the sun's godlike ability to, in a sense, restore kindness and good to the earth. Because we haven't really talked about, like, I we have touched on a lot, I'm sorry, but we have to really emphasize like. His father, the son's perspective is so. The father's is so different. It's pessimistic for it's, it's optimism for, respectively. It's optimism for pessimism, right? And this fire is the, it is the is it is the faith. Whether it's God related or not, he has faith. I mean, it's important. You don't have to talk God and faith. Uh, I also
1: do believe or. the son draws some parallel to many of the prophets described in many religions, where it like things are not very great but then all of a sudden there's this prophet that basically comes in and helps the situation and then that brings and sparks hope for religions to pop up and that's the basis for many of the religions that we humans believe today
0: and sorry to interrupt but we have a phenomenal offer for you guys today at www.longestroad.com that again is www.longestroad.com we have the most ideal merch we have ever had before as we all know the father and the son they have a they have a very loving relationship but sometimes you can't tell and that's why we have the father father flip son sweatshirt father on the back son on the front they are so close, but they can't see each other, so yet they are so far, almost indicating their relationship throughout the whole book, the road. Once again, we got 20% off if we use the promo code 84833DISTANT. That's again, 84833DISTANT, www.thelongestroad.com. All right, guys, so thank you so much for listening to our podcast, The Longest Road, Um, Our special guests, once again, sign off.
2: I hope you guys enjoyed our podcast and that you tune in for our subsequent episode. Thanks.
1: I appreciate you guys listening to our podcast, and we'll see you on the next episode.
0: Yes. We'll see you on the next one. Remember, just a little summary, guys God, faith, religion, it's all your own. And that's the message of the day. Have a good one.